another episode of Whiskey and Mash. week's episode of Whiskey and Mash. I'm Chris Pullman. And I'm Gloria Ackerman. And this week we will be reviewing uh, Season 2, Episode 5, Dr. Pierce and Mr. Hyde, and Season 2, Episode 6, Kim. Okay, starting with Dr. Pierce and Mr. Hyde, I'm just going to give you a short description of what was happening. After Hawkeye is kept awake for three days straight, he decides to find out who started the war. That's the basic premise of what happened. Mm-hmm. Many things happened in between, but that's the premise. Um, yep. He's very sleep deprived. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? He was on 24 hour call three, three nights, nights in a row. So, yep. I thought that would be 72 hours. <laughs> and through it, you just heard little quirky things like, um, Colonel Henry Blake had to give a lecture on the dangers of acne in combat. I don't know what would what would yeah, that be. I'm not even <laughs> sure. Like, I don't even know what he would I, say. Well, probably not much based on the other <laughs> lectures we've seen him give about uh, sexuality and pregnancy in combat. So <laughs> I can't imagine how acne would affect combat. Because you can't even see yourself. There isn't mirrors anywhere. Yeah, I wish I could tell you, but then that would mean I would understand. But pretty much this whole episode was about how to act, how you're acting when you're sleep deprived. And he did some, I thought, an awesome job of how he depicted it. His eyes were red. He, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I mean, I remember pulling an all-nighter for an exam in college, and I was nowhere near as loopy as Pierce was, but it was still, like, I remember sitting there, and I woke up doing a Rubik's Cube. I don't remember falling asleep, but okay. I remember waking up mid-turn. Yeah, and but, I... Yeah. I remember at one time working nights and then having to um, take care of my kids the mm. next day. And I took them to Shakey's. And mm-hmm. it's very scary when I think about it now because that's in Appleton from mm. where I live in Gakana, so about six to eight miles. Yeah. And I don't remember going there. I don't yeah. remember driving. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember leaving mm-hmm. with a car full of kids all buckled in. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I got there thinking, oh, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. I've had that on the highway too when oh. I was doing my master's. Like, I would leave Green Bay, and all of a sudden, I'm in Oshkosh. Ah. Yeah. And you had some other scary incidents. Well, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, as I recall, like, three days without sleep is really the magic number. That's where all the where you really... Yeah, that's where all the really funky stuff starts to happen. And they do a really good job uh, with makeup on Hawkeye. Either that or Alan Alda actually stayed up for three days. If I know him, he probably did. <laughs> but, like, he had red under the eyes. He looked... Exhausted. And just like a zombie. Um, some of the lines were just fantastic, but you could really see his descent from coherency into barely functioning into alternate reality. And, like you had said, he does it really well. 
And Frank came in and said, I slept three times while Hawkeye continued to operate. Yeah. So. Do you know what that means? Yeah. It means that you're sleeping more than me or something <laughs> like that. It was. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, some other notable things. Uh, I, um, the general was coming again, of course, because yeah, Hawkeye um, In, called the president of the United States. Well, uh uh, well, sent a telegram. Telegram, yes. Didn't call him. Sent yeah. a telegraph to the president asking him how this whole thing started. Yeah. Meaning Who's the war responsible? Or the police action. From a very dissatisfied customer. So then Henry said, do we have enough sherry and ginger ale for the general? And Radar said, nobody has enough sherry and ginger ale. Well, so long as nobody else does, <laughs> let's try. Let's try. That, yeah, something like that, yeah. Because like in the previous... In the, um, for the good of the outfit. Mm-hmm. He drank. He drank sherry and ginger ale. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so that. We, when yeah. he said it, when they said that, that's what I thought of. Yep. Uh, the first time that Hawkeye goes to bed, him and Trapper are walking out of surgery, which is the very start of the episode. We start in just this post-rush uh, alarm, where it's still all bloody and messy and they're full of mud because it's raining well that's after they leave oh yeah but yeah i mean like the episode starts and we're in, in the, the in OR, yes and it's right after the end of the session and hawkeye's just sitting there staring at the table because he's been going oh, at yes. it for 20 hours already but yeah when they're walking back it's raining it's muddy they get splashed with mud he comes into the swamp and he just goes hello cot <laughs> I love do you recognize me <laughs> It's Dr. Pierce. I'm coming in for a landing. But before that, it was interesting because you said, as you said, he was just standing there. But he said to Trapper, bring in the next patient. Bring in the next one. I'm yeah. ready for the next one. And I have a hot streak going. going. Come, Come on. on. And Trapper's like, there is no more. Yeah. And he almost looked like, oh, come on, bring it in. Yeah. Bring it in. Uh, he wasn't understanding even at that right. point. He was already exhausted. Uh, but one, I think you get to that point where you think you know what's going on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, in college, when I was reading books, I distinctly remember reading them while sleeping and dozing off while reading a book. Did you remember? Oh, I read lots of interesting things. None of them were true. Oh. <laughs> read something about Hitler and his favorite color. How well, he... Oh, I don't remember, but I know it wasn't real. <laughs> I woke up and I figured that out afterwards. It's like, no, that's no. not, no. Um, so you didn't use that for tests? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, after Hawkeye goes into the swamp the first time, he said something that I wrote down just because I know it's a reference to something, and he says, Morpheus, don't just stand there. I'm yours. Hmm. Well, I just looked it up. Morpheus is apparently the greek god of dreams oh so he was trying to entice sleep okay interesting didn't work <laughs> oh i know but that was a cool thing to catch yeah because then he goes back into surgery he comes back out uh blake orders him to bed to stand down yeah well that okay keep that in mind that's okay. next because first he orders him out uh, Radar gives him a wheelchair ride past the nurses, and he's like, it's a gaggle of nurses. Yeah. No, that's geese. 
Yeah. We need to get you to bed, sir. Very good idea. Any takers? takers? <laughs> they were giggly. Like. Yeah. But then they get him into the swamp, and then more choppers come in, and Radar's trying to convince Hawkeye to stay, and Hawkeye just goes into this little speech about, Radar, you're a layman, if I may use that term so early in the morning. You see, humans have these glands. They're called the <laughs> adrenals. <laughs> Radar's just looking at him, sucking it up. Keep going. <laughs> even now, there's this little man in a hat and a pink vest going, All right, fill her up. The oil, the oil's fine. <laughs> really? Why are you staring at me like that? <laughs> so, he, yeah, he's out of it there, too, but then he goes back and starts doing more surgery. Then we see him... Uh, so what was the difference between go to bed and stand down? Stand down is coming up another time when Henry tells him to go to bed. bed. Okay. It yeah. wasn't that time, though? It wasn't that time. Okay. Yeah, because then he's sneaking around in the rain. Hawkeye's sneaking around in the rain. Which is when he sent the telegram. Yep, when, he's, when he sent the telegram. Uh, he goes and wakes up Trapper and explains his theory on somebody, not you or me, started this war. We need to figure out who. Well, it was that and then the telegram. The next day, he talks to the chopper pilot. No, oh, no, listen, O'Brien. I don't, I don't think you, you understand. Every time you go up, your chopper's empty, right? Yeah. When you come back, there, there, there are boys or or pieces of them. In it, and and so you just can't do that anymore. What he wasn't thinking clearly about was yeah. then the people would be laying in the yeah. fields. Yeah, it was um, a, a But it classic, was his way of thinking. Well, it was a classic uh, effect cause mm -hmm. fallacy. Uh, post hoc ergo propter hoc. He yep. saw the outcome and decided that caused the, the problem. The, the problem. It, yeah, but that's how tired he was. Um, after that, there are more choppers. He goes into surgery again. And that's where he comes out of the OR. And Henry says to him, Pierce, I ordered you to stand down. I tried, but I keep falling up. up. <laughs> um, ends up going to the lecture by Frank. The mandatory lecture for enlisted men that Frank is giving on the war in Korea. But before that, when he was yeah. talking to the chopper pilot, the chopper pilot happened to mention that they wanted our latrines. Wasn't it the chopper pilot that meant? Or was that it was Frank? Frank. It was Frank. It okay. was Frank because Hawkeye says why, and Frank said because half the people in Korea have never seen no bathroom and they desperately want one. Well, they can have mine. I'll happily keep my legs crossed until the end of the war. So Hawkeye took that literally, like they need our bathrooms. Then, mm. then the war can be over. Yeah, so then he, he takes pictures of the camp's latrine, which, by the way, the officer's latrine for the first time, as far as I can tell, is a wooden shack instead of a tent. We know it was a tent. Because that's what Henry was in when they blew it up. And that's what Frank was in when they pulled up the flap on him. Okay. So, we know that it was a tent, and now it's like a, a wooden, wooden shack. Structure. Yeah, and it, there's a men's and a women's. Maybe it's harder to blow up. <laughs> that, and it was on skis, and so it was very easy to pull. Right, that's because, true, Because they, uh, Hawkeye takes the pictures of the latrine. Trapper tries 
to uh, knock Hawkeye out with a shot and instead stabs Frank, Frank. in the butt. Yeah, I got that out. Yeah. And then um, Trapper and Radar tell Henry in the next scene that, you know, we have to take him out. Well, then bomb him. Bomb him. Yep. So they uh, just load him up with all these sedatives, and it doesn't take effect. So they're going. Uh, Hawkeye is... He's chained up the latrine, and he's about to take off with it in an ambulance. He's going to bring it to North, North Korea. Korea. <laughs> and then the general comes, and it's been a long ride, so he needs to use a latrine. And Radar tried to stop him, mm -hmm. but he's like, uh, get out of my way, or you will be busted down to nothing. Yeah. So Hawkeye starts off with the general in the <laughs> latrine, driving away. And, and then passed out. And he passes out, yeah. Um, yeah, one thing that you noticed, as far as that goes, because that's really the whole episode. It's really neat. Uh, like you said, I think Hawkeye, or uh, Alan Alda, plays a really good, crazy oh. person. Yes, he does. They did a really good makeup job with him. He looked exhausted. I was tired watching him. Mm -hmm. um, but something you noticed, when they pull away the latrine... No holes. No holes. <laughs> what are you pooping at? <laughs> The latrine is just a seat. It goes somewhere. We know this. In a future episode, Frank is overseeing the digging of a the latrine. latrine. And all latrines have holes. So where was the holes for this one? We don't know. And something you noticed, the helicopter was back. Yeah. Where we thought it was just that one episode. Mm -hmm. In Henry's office, what? the little tin helicopter is hanging from the ceiling again. I don't know how you saw it, though. I mean, I had to look so hard when you went back to look at it. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was there. A little... Um, one thing that I'm not super clear on, and I went back and I tried to figure it out, but I couldn't, uh, something I would love to know is if the chopper pilot was a lieutenant or was he a warrant officer? Because in a future episode, we see the chopper pilot as a warrant officer. Do you know the... Uh-uh. So, like, you have the enlisted ranks, right? Right. So, you know, you start private, out at mm -hmm. buck private, private, uh, two-stripe corporal, uh, sergeant. There are a couple grades of that, all the way up to, like, master sergeant, sergeant first class are on the top end. Then you get this little area of warrant officer. It's above enlisted, but it's below um, official, like, officer commission. Okay. You're still an officer, but you're a warrant officer. So it's kind of an in-between area, as far as I can tell. And there are grades of that, but uh, as far as I know, we see in the episode with, uh, what's Sherman Potter's, that, that actor? Oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, the guy who plays Sherman Potter is in one episode before he starts in Where as Colonel Potter. he's a general. Uh, general. General. He's a lieutenant general. And... There's a chopper pilot in that episode, and he's a warrant officer. And you can tell because it looks like a lieutenant's bars, but it has little squares on it. Okay. But this guy, this chopper tell. pilot, had no rank insignia, like Hawkeye. Right. So, I mean, that's not super unusual in MASH. But a couple of the chopper pilots are lieutenants, and at least one is a warrant officer. So well, you'd think sure. that it would have to have... At least an officer's degree because of all the training you have to go through to become a pilot. 
Very you know, true. there's a lot of math. There's a lot of, mm. you know, and you yeah, have like, to know how to get from one. <laughs> and you saw that with right. Uh, he when, was when Hawkeye was talking to the chopper pilot. He had the map down and he had all these gadgets to help him figure out his mm -hmm. where he's going yeah he had a protractor he had a three-sided ruler so that he could figure out you know based on this average fuel consumption i can get from here to here so there's you know you're always going to be some sort of officer anytime you're going to fly a plane because mm -hmm. there's so much schooling that goes with that and that yeah. is what makes an officer yeah sometimes but yeah like i say i'm not sure if he would have been a lieutenant officer or a warrant or a war officer but i'm not sure it didn't really say it just said pilot o'brien it's like oh great thank you that was very yeah. helpful <laughs> um Something else that stuck out to me is the absence of Father Mulcahy and Klinger. We did not see them in this episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, they They're did not. The... They didn't appear in the end credits. Okay. Yeah. They had a day off. They had a day off. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Well, they're still day contracted. It sounds like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, anything else about this episode? Not a whole lot. I just thought um, Hawkeye did an awesome job. Uh, mm -hmm. That was my main focus. And yeah. all, all of the things, I, I kept thinking of what the things I have done in my life sleep deprived. Mm. And, you know, I thought he did a great job of showing you go from point A to point B without knowing what you're doing. Or, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Things just kind of get squirky. Things just kind of, right. Yeah, yeah and I, I love the ending where they took the general away in the latrine. Yeah. <laughs> it was symbolic to me yeah <laughs> yeah that's about it sergeant sergeant where are we going <laughs> um season two episode six kim Go since ahead. i you want me to yeah okay um long story short we you know of course we're in or again and hawkeye ends up operating on a little kid during the episode they try and find the kid's parents they can't find anybody who the kid belongs to. Little five-year-old boy, about five years old. And through the course of the episode, everybody at MASH starts to become his parents, basically, to care for him. He helps, you know, them really, I think, become better people for at least a little while. Then he wanders off from Frank and Margaret, who are having an outdoor discussion. <laughs> Um, they usually have Thursday night discussions. Yes. <laughs> Which we'll get back to in a bit. But Kim wanders off into a minefield behind MASH. And then Trapper starts running in after him. They get both of them all out of the minefield by Chopper. And just as they do, and they're reunited out, out of the minefield, here comes Sister Teresa whose care they were going to put Kim into in the first place. She drives up in a truck, out jumps um, this... Kim's mother. Yeah. Uh, what we're supposed to believe is a Korean woman. Because <laughs> all Asians look alike, apparently. And she goes, Kim! And then runs and grabs her son. And that's basically how it ends. Um, in between, Trapper was going to adopt him rather than let him go to Sister Teresa's orphanage. And his wife agreed so that they would have two daughters, one of whom was five, and Kim. Yeah. Yeah. 
Great plot. A lot of feelings. A lot yeah. of deep emotions. Just because you see the caring that they have for this child. Yeah. You know, and we kind of mentioned this while we were watching it. You know, there was Radar sleeping with him and his teddy bear. Steals the teddy bear from him. Margaret yeah. sleeping with him. Well, you know. Um, yeah, she was reading the three little bears. She was bears. Three, reading the three little bears. And translating. And everyone was just Ooh. falling in love with this little guy. But yeah. it's something we can't do nowadays. We can't love our children, someone else's child, the way we used to because you're so worried about what people are going to think or what the protocol is because nowadays if it's not your child, God forbid you show any emotion because we can't love other people's children. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah. Well, it's... They're... I know it's protecting Creep, the children. Yeah, they're, they're, I know there are that creepers the, in the world who have ruined, ruined that. Right. We used to be able to be community and do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Have neighbor kids spend the night or things, and you can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. No, I'm worried about that for Ryan. But yeah, as far as you talk about emotions go, the end of this episode has a very hard emotional impact because on the one hand, you're glad that Kim got back with his mom. In fact, that's the first thing Laura said, your wife. Yeah. She said, oh, yay, he's back with his mom. But all I could think is, oh, poor Trapper. Yeah, because he was already there. I mean, in his mind, Kim was going to be his son. Right. He was there 100% already, and now all of a sudden, he loses him. He had made that transition, and now he's down a son. Even though nothing had ever been official, nothing had been signed, it just... Done. 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 And he had to let his wife know. Yeah. Who was also emotionally there. Yeah. Ready to have this yeah. son and this child. And And we know that because she wrote back. Right. Which, like you said, why not just call? But, you know, it's war and <laughs> War <stuff>. is hell. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, but, yeah. As far as details in the episode go, um, anything that you saw that you really wanted to point out <laughs> just that the child was so trusting he didn't mm. have issues with i'm afraid to go by this person or that person that we see kids have nowadays like mm. you know i was just at a party this weekend and the kids were afraid to go by someone else except their parents where this child was just so accepting of everyone mm-hmm. how cool that was yeah and the fact that the rock disappeared that he was sitting oh. on in the minefield <laughs> yeah at the end when kim is in the minefield um He's he's sitting on a rock playing with a little like the cup and ball thing where you have to flip the ball up into the air. It's on a string and then catch it in the cup. And there's Frank, Margaret, Trapper, and Hawkeye sitting at the sign that says "Danger My Field, Do Not Enter." And the boy starts to get up, and they're all yelling at him, "Don't no, don't move! Don't move! What a heck of a time from not to understand English!" And Margaret goes, "Cuchillo!" And something else I can't remember because that's the only one she kept repeating. What did you just say? What did you just say? Stop. Stay in Korean. Okay. Well, then everyone yelled yeah, it. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that rock suddenly disappeared when they were getting picked up by Chopper. It was just a flat rock field. A very perfectly square, square flat rock field. <laughs> With no big rocks for him to sit on. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah. that's okay. How about you? Um, what else did you notice? Well, 
first of all, things that I really liked in the episode. Uh, one of the scenes was Hawkeye was in post-op with Kim reading to him. I love that one, too. From a romance novel. And all of the patients are also gathered around Hawkeye, and so are the nurses. Everyone likes to be read to. And he's he's going through, and it's... I can't even remember all of it, but, you know, think romance novel. Think Hawkeye reading this in just an absolutely sweet parental voice, Kim looking at him adoringly, and all the other adults in the room looking on with a half look of lust. A little uh, excited. Yeah, a little excited. <laughs> um, by the way, one of the wounded in this episode was the extra who played General Clayton's driver from last episode. But moving on. And I scanned all the nurses just mm -hmm. to see if any of them were those giggly ones from yeah. the last episode. And they didn't look familiar. So, you know, maybe they didn't get the job the next day because yeah. they giggled too much. I, I don't know. You never know. But, um, yeah, Hawkeye's reading. Frank and Margaret come in. And they're like, why are you reading him this smut? He doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't understand. He's enjoying it. And then Hawkeye asked, Does, do any of you want me to stop? No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> um, Trapper, then Trapper brings him He comes in food. with, um, well, yeah, he brings in pickled onions. And he says liver liver paste, which I grew up eating Brunschweiger, which is... Yes, which is the same which thing. Which is the same thing. So that's what I'm thinking. It's like, oh, he brought a Brunschweiger. That's great. Right. Put that on some toast. That's a great little... Breakfast. I mean, that's what I have. My all parents the time. <laughs> used to put it on bread and serve it as a sandwich. Yeah. Yuck. Um, I can't stand that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but um, kids love it. Um, we didn't see him eat any of it, but they got in a fight <laughs> over his bed, and then Colonel Blake comes in and orders anybody who's not on duty to out leave. of post off, which I'm very happy about. And then they keep fighting on the way out. Um, but yeah, stuff that. The whole camp was doing to keep Kim entertained. Trapper was doing magic tricks, mm -hmm. which it, it was a neat one that he did. But yeah, he uh, had a quarter and he flicked it into his coat sleeve. I didn't see it, but the little boy did. Yeah, huh. and then he had him blow in the opposite ear and then he had placed another coin in his right ear. So he pulled that out. Oh, that, that was, was another coin. I thought yeah. he took it out and... No, he had that planted ahead of time. That was pretty cool. See, you're cool a magic though. person, so I you am. know how to do magic. I do that as I, a hobby. I'm still thrilled by that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. It, I, it, it's I'm a like, little ruined How'd he do me. it? How'd he do it? Yeah, he had that. <laughs> but yeah, um, Klinger was playing catch with them. Kling, that was so funny. Klinger's in a dress with, it was a double slit dress down each leg and a hairnet. <laughs> so his, I didn't even notice the hairnet because yeah. I was too busy looking at those legs, those hairy legs with the dress <laughs> yeah. in between. Yeah, because he's squatted Protective down. Protective dress. So the dress is, yeah. Falling between his, his legs. legs. And he's just tossing the ball. Um, it just wasn't very attractive. No, not, not really. Uh, Radar was sleeping with Kim and the teddy bear and he Oh, that takes was just so teddy. sweet. Yeah. Uh, Margaret was reading with Kim when Frank came. The three came, bears. The three bears, and she kept translating, and that's where we hear about the uh, discussions that they have on yeah. Thursday night. Margaret, yes, every Thursday night, Frank it, and Margaret, Margaret have Thursday night discussions. discussions. It's been a whole week. <laughs> we what haven't about, had a discussion in so long. What about the other discussions we had? Those were just little discussions. <laughs> Dude. Um, 
Let's see here. Crossing the minefield. Uh, one thing when they're trying to, they get maps for the minefield. They're trying to talk Trapper to Kim and then get him out. And Henry is like, I took a course in map reading. We, we can do this. All right, Trapper. Uh, the little red things are bombs. Yeah. Move. I want you to move three grids to your right. What's a grid? How many, what's in a grid, Henry? <laughs> I don't know what to move. Well, there are two acres and a hect acre. <laughs> and my finger is three it's inches. Just, Henry, how many feet in a grid? <laughs> he figures that one out. All right, take one and a half steps to your right. And you will be? In the middle of downtown Berlin. <laughs> what? <laughs> they had the wrong map. They had the wrong map. <laughs> Hawkeye looks at it. Trapper, don't move. Six inches in any direction, and you're going to get home faster than any of us. Um, so, yeah, that happens. And then the chopper comes in and... Rescues them, and rescues the rock them. disappears. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. And that's when his mother comes. And it really is a happy, sad moment. It wouldn't is. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I am thrilled for the little boy. And Radar does say he's going to come back for a visit. Yeah, but there's still that... It's different. Sense. It's different. Yeah. Um, as far as another thing other than the rock disappearing in the episode, just as far as casting goes, and this is nothing new in Hollywood, I don't think, but the casting choices were also a little off because uh, from the name, the woman who was playing Kim's mother was Japanese. Japanese. Because I think her, what was it, like Yamasho? It was a, a very clearly Japanese name, not just the last name, the first and first the last name. First name and last name. Were very clearly Japanese, and Laura not said, Korean. "You can tell." It's like, yeah, the, not all Asians look alike. Okay. <laughs> just because they're Asian doesn't mean they're. You know, they do that in Star Trek Voyager too. And actually, in the show, uh, the, the little boy was a Miller, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> like Edgar Miller. <laughs> like he couldn't. You he, know, I'm he sure he knew English. He doesn't understand English. He no. understands English. His name is Edgar Miller. Miller. He understands English. Um, but I think actually in an episode, uh, what was it, Captain Pack, who comes up a few times in episodes, he makes the comment, oh, you all look alike to us. Oh, I'm Talking to all the white surgeons. People. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, those were the, those were the three big, like, goofs that I saw. It's just the casting choices, and I... And, right, it's a, it's a... It's a common thing in Hollywood. Right. I don't like it. I understand that they do it. How hard is it? (laughs) To get things... To to get... Well, can you imagine, though? Because they reshoot these over and over and Mm -hmm. over. It's not like they're just shooting it once and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're reshooting these and then picking the best of. So, I'm sure a lot more mistakes are made than we catch. Probably. But... Um, anything it's else? fun to catch them, though. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. <laughs> I feel score yeah. when I catch something. Points. <laughs> um, How many points can we get next week? <laughs> Any, anything else about this episode? No, just a happy, sad episode. Yeah. You're thrilled for Trapper when mm-hmm. his wife writes back. and says, In fact, he handed out cigars, yeah. just like a new dad would do. No, that was a great little moment, too. Uh, when he gets the letter, Father McKay, he brings the letter in. 
Trapper reads it, and he's all, you know, we, we got a son. Hawkeye busts out this thin box of cigars, so they... They all it, smoke it, to celebrate. Yeah, and Father McKay, he makes some comment, and one of my favorite lines out of the episode, Hawkeye goes, Father, you made a big score this morning. Stop. Don't press. <laughs> Don't press it. Because he said something about seeing you in church on Sunday or yeah. something. Don't press it, Father. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good episode. It hits all the feels. Right. You know, it's not... I wouldn't call it an iconic episode, but it's definitely one worth watching. I would call it an iconic would you? episode. I would, because it was one... As soon as I saw that little boy, yeah. I knew what it was. Mm, sure. So I think I would, just because I remember that one. It sticks out. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Well, Fair so. enough. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess everyone's different. So Yeah, to me right, how okay. Yeah, to to me it's not a it's, it's not a standout episode, but I know all the episodes. Yeah. So. He says and repeats them as we're going. Yes. Yeah. Slightly word before word for word. Yeah, slightly ahead of the, <laughs> the show where else it all would be. Oh, some he'll just burst out laughing, we're like, Could you wait till the joke? <laughs> we Why? know that there's a joke Why? coming. I'm already there. Why should I wait? I don't <laughs> Why do I need to wait for it? Well, I there already was know. No it. funny episodes on this, or no funny moment. <laughs> yeah. So, much. so yeah. where? Okay. How do we find? What do we do? Yeah, you're so, you're good at telling how to. <laughs> I have the spiel down. All right. You have. So, uh, that'll do it for us this week. But if you liked this episode, first of all, the the best thing you could do to help support us is share this podcast with other people. Share with a friend, a family member, a coworker, an enemy. It doesn't matter to us. Uh, anybody who you think would enjoy listening to this, where can they find it? Well, if you search iTunes or your favorite podcast application, search for Whiskey and Mash, we're there. That way you can subscribe, and all the latest episodes, as soon as they're up, will download automatically to your device, and you will have our beautiful voices in your ears (laughs) without any effort on your part. Uh, If you don't do the podcast thing, or if you would just rather get the raw MP3 file, you can head over to narclaninc.com slash whiskey and mash n-a-r-c-l-a-n-i-n-c slash whiskey and mash if you don't know how to spell whiskey go, go down to your local convenience store um, <laughs> or they'll fill it in for you if you start it <laughs> but, uh, you know head over there we have all the raw mp3 files available there and actually Laura pointed something out to me uh, if you actually go there and click on the link for the MP3 file, it will start to play in your browser. So you can actually stream these. Oh. You know, if you're at work or something and you're able to stream uh, like Pandora or YouTube, you could do the same thing with our episodes. You could listen to them right off the web page as long as you have uh, a browser that's capable of playing them. But, you know, you can download them right off of there too, save them to an uh, MP3 device, share them with a friend. That's great too. If you have any comments about this episode or any of our episodes, you can head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash whiskey and mash. Leave us a comment, send us a message. Or if you want to just email us, whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com. Those come right to us. I don't think we've gotten a lot of suggestions either way. So looking for any listener feedback, you know, let us know you're there, that we're talking into a live mic. Uh, <laughs> I think we are. But, you know, send us an email. Let, let us know what you think. Uh, definitely, we could use some suggestions on what to do in place of 
character bios at the front of the episodes because really the only person we have left is Colonel Potter, and I think we're going to hold off on him. Until he's on. Yeah, so that'll be episode one of season four. So that's oh. going to be a little bit... You know, we're, we're just on the first disc of season two. So it's going to be a little while. So anything you could kind of suggest as to what you might want to hear at the top of the episode. What else are you up to? What else am I up to? <laughs> well, sure, let's talk about that. Uh, we're, we're kind of getting a podcast network going here. We have, uh, I do two other ones, one by myself called Chris Reed's Book, where I read chapters from my first science fiction novel. That's in the end of season one. I'm kind of wrapping that up. And then also Geeks Apparently. The second episode for that will be coming out the same time as uh, this podcast. And that's uh, Laura and I. And we talk about kind of like geeky, nerdy things. We talk uh, game reviews, comic books. We talk technology news reviews. Like today we talked about uh, Windows 10 versus Windows 8.1. The new Intel Skylake processor. Uh, the iPhone 6S. And uh, we, we gave some, just a little feedback on Fear of the Walking Dead, which starts tonight on AMC. And then also reviewed some board games and some video games that we're looking forward to uh, coming out. Last week, we, it was a very DC-heavy episode. We had a guest on, and we talked uh, a lot of DC comics. So those you can also find over on iTunes, your favorite podcast application. Search for Chris Reed's book, or Geeks Apparently. Whiskey and Mash. Or Whiskey and Mash. Subscribe to any or all of those, you know, and uh, share with a friend if you like it. Thanks for coming back week after week. Uh, I'm Chris Pullman. And I'm Gloria Ackerman. And and see you next week. I love this whole little setup you have. Thank you. It just feels like you're in a (laughs) (laughs) What I'd really like to do is get a Yeah, it's supposed to be.